Okay. Okay. We're in. <clears throat> Do it, be right. Righto. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Teacher Ah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Teacher Yarn. Yes. I'm Brian, one of your hosts, and my co-host is my son Benjamin, who is currently still in Melbourne. Um, you said still, and I've been in Tassie. Now I'm in Melbourne. Yeah, but you're still living in Melbourne. I'm, see, I've I've got this thing in my head about my little boy still going to high school and living in the home with us. Yeah. So okay. when we see you, it's sort of when you actually actually come up, up here. That's what I consider normal, and so it's kind of like you're still away. That sounds so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you can't. So say you are that, in right? Melbourne. You can't. I oh, know I can't. You can't say that. I might have to edit, I'll definitely edit that one out. You'll have to edit that one. <laughs> that sounds very. Yeah. Uh, that's. Try it again. That, that sounds <laughs> so. So I can't. I can't think of another you get, word. You're getting, you're getting soft in your old age. I know. I am. You're getting, too. You're getting, yeah. So mum's the same. She's always like, oh, yeah. like when she says, "What feels?" She said to me the other day. She goes, "What feels like home for you?" And I'm like. Mm. Oh. I know you want oh, me to say geez. the sun. I know you want me to say the sunshine ghost. <laughs> no, but there's two I, answers to that. Yeah. No, when I come home, I do feel very much home. It is home. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember when you built the the you did the renovations on the house? I was thinking about this yeah. the other day. Me and me and Sammy did had bunk beds our whole life because yeah. we weren't the most well off. So we had like a yeah. we had bunk beds. And then you and Mum built, did the Renos on the house, and yeah. built me and Sam our own rooms. But then yeah. me and Sam were so used to like falling asleep next to each other that <laughs> yeah, we we, the same room. we we slept out in the little rumpus room on the L couch together <laughs> for like a year. We just couldn't. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, you. I remember because uh, you used to get cranky at us. You were like, "We just built your bloody two new rooms. <laughs> You're sleeping out here on the couch." Because we'd always be used to falling asleep talking to each other. Oh, that's so yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah was... No, well, I remember when when you guys were growing up and you moved out and then Sam moved out and then and then Emily moved out. And we're going, oh, God. You know, we're finally empty nesters. And it's something that parents look forward to their whole life, becoming empty nesters. Yeah. So they've got the house on their own. Your mother and I are sitting watching the news and we're just staring at each other. <laughs> what are we going to do now? Really? You know, what's next? <laughs> really miss the kids, yeah. So um, it was it was nice that you moved out, but then <laughs> the minute you move out, we start missing you. So Yeah, the old empty nesters. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the yeah, cuckoo bird? Yeah. You know how it does those... Um, do you know what it does? So it come, it goes up to like a, a nest and it kicks out other yeah. birds' eggs and then it, lay, and then it lays, lays its own eggs. Yeah. Just when you said empty yeah. nest, I don't know why this reminded me of it. And it, it lays its own eggs in it and mm. then it lets the bird look after the, its own eggs. That just reminds me of the other day I was thinking about, you know, the family computer? Yeah. yeah. I found this treasure trove full of porn in my school folder <laughs> it's where sam our li- my little brother hid all his porn in my school <laughs> i'm like he, 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 oh. he, he, he hid it in like my history folder he because i had all my, i had all my subjects and then in history yeah. it had like these other folders it said like term one two three four 
Because I never had anything in the final term one, two, three, four. Yeah. And then it was broken up into assignments and projects, assignments and tests. And then it had, then he had like week one to 10 in each one of those. And then if you went like oh, term four assignments, week seven, and then, <laughs> and then if you opened that up, there was Ben's tax. He just put Ben's, <laughs> I didn't even have a job yet. <laughs> but he put me as, as if like if I got to that point that was like his Hail Mary do you know what I mean yeah. like okay. like if you go oh, he won't go any yeah, further yeah, yeah. yeah oh we got I'm glad I got to the bottom of this I won't have to open that up and then I opened it up and it was just a treasure trove full of <laughs> Sammy's porn that he downloaded off the internet <laughs> oh, but he put he, that was in the <clears throat> That would have been the days too where we had 200 mega downloads. Uh, so you, you were always, why is the computer running so slow? We've <laughs> <laughs> got no internet oh, left. Oh, shit. It was so funny. Uh, uh, someone funny. was talking about the cuckoo bird on stage the other day. Um, yeah. And I just, it just reminded me of that. When <laughs> Sammy, Cook, so Sammy cuckoo bird me. Yeah. The family computer. It's changed a lot, though. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. You can hide stuff a lot better now. <laughs> Kids don't know how good they've got it. Oh, no, so well, that doesn't, do that, that doesn't really lead into anything we wanted to talk about. It doesn't really. <laughs> it's good. For, it's good for a yarn. So I'm going to do my obligatory. How was your week? Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Thanks. Not, nah, not that I care. Oh, no, you don't care. Well, you do. <laughs> I don't. You do care. It was. Uh, I've been yeah, just flying in and out of Tassie, do- dodging COVID. Qantas, I got. Yeah, it's still around. Yeah, yeah. So they've had to. This thing that we're doing is like the the show has been moved around lots and thing, lots of lots of times because different yeah. people keep getting COVID, and so yeah. But that's the difference. Now they're moving it around. Twelve eighteen months ago, the whole Canceled. state yeah, would have shut down. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Three cases of COVID, and it's, it's gone down to everything. gone down to five days isolation now as well. I think. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is good. It's. It's learning to live with it. It's not, um, yeah. you know, it's not real in their lives anymore. So yeah, I think so. It's good. It's it's we get we're getting there. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but um. But I found it interesting the other day. We're driving home and there's a a COVID testing centre. Yeah. And they've changed the sign to say COVID and flu testing centre. Ah. So so COVID's fallen back into. It's not it's not the big dog anymore. Yeah. Well, I think I think yeah. more people. Well, wasn't it more more cases are. Of flu, a killing now is that a thing? I don't know. Someone, oh, someone, you made that no, up. No, someone told me that, and I don't know if it's true. <laughs> Actually, it was me when, this first, when COVID first came out. More, oh well, yeah. Well, yeah. Just a li- little disclaimer. Not, not that you probably need this, but don't take medical advice off me and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I this know. is coming from oh, someone who once believed that Himalayan salt lamps were good for you. <laughs> God. So don't ask me how my week's well, been. It's just been just you, cruising you along. Do? Did a little bit more supply work, but just the teachers are planning at the moment. Uh, so I just go in there and take a class while the teachers are planning. Did I tell you about Book Week? Sorry, just your story sounds yeah. great, but did we talk about Book Week <laughs> last time? Yeah. Oh, we did. What about? Yeah, well, you're the tats. Yeah, yeah, but I forgot. Yeah. I think I forgot to tell you about the the little kid in the Iron Man onesie. No, go on. Yeah, you didn't say. The, here's the thing: they're preps, right? Yeah, and they struggle going to the bathroom enough <laughs> without giving your kid a zip-up Iron Man onesie <laughs> at the back. Yeah, oh, the, the the onesie went home full of twosies. 
God. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. Right. Um what do you want to talk about? Well, I was reading the paper the other day and there was an article in there. This is on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. I'm sure this happens everywhere else as well. And they're going for this particular school up here that had closed down toilets during lunch times. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm I'm blaming the media for this as well because their headline screams something about uh, school refuses students ac- access to toilets or something uh, along okay. those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. So the actual real story was that they'd closed down one of the toilets because of vandalism. Yeah. And they were repairing it. But what the school had also done was they locked up most of the toilets during class time. Yeah. And only left two toilets open during class time. During breaks, all the toilets were open. Before school, all the toilets are open. Yeah. Look, I'm sure there's something else to it. Like, you know, kids are doing something in the toilets that, that wasn't um, socially acceptable. Of course they were. But this group of kids are jumping up and down, claiming that they're going to be injured emotionally because they've been denied access to a toilet. <laughs> And then what happens is, you know where the kids get it from, come straight from the parents. So yeah. then the parents are getting on to the school about it too. How can you do this to my child? And it started me thinking about the rights that parents and kids have in education today. Government said that parents will have more of an input into their child's education. Yeah. Well, nobody even thought you know, 20 years down the track as to what that was going to entail. Mm. Look, as far as I'm concerned, you drop your kids off at school and you attend parent-teacher interviews yeah. and you help at fates. That's it. That's <laughs> Come it. here at Sports Day. That's about it. And help help with Easter bonnets. That's the limit of your participation in schools. Now, Reading groups? We've, oh, if you want them. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But that should be the limit of it. We've always had PNCs and PNFs. And the parents have helped raise funds for the school. And that's great. But that's where it should stop. When parents, when they start making decisions on how the school should be run, that's where it should stop. Yeah. You reckon they're they're sort of leaning into the the frame. This is how we should do it. Look, yeah. They are going to, they're going to the school and they're saying, Look, we don't want this, we don't want that. Then you've got things like at the end of every year in primary schools, we have the teachers for that year level make up the classes for the next year. Okay. Now, these classes are based on a number of things. Yeah. So we don't want one particular class being top heavy with um, low academic kids or very high academic kids or all boys or all girls or whatever. So they usually create these classes based on, first of all, gender. So we, we want a, a sort of a mix of um, boys and girls. Yeah. On academic ability, behaviour levels. That's a big one as well, yeah. So you don't want, you don't want all the pointy kids in one class. Yeah. But they're also based on the knowledge that the teachers have of these kids. Totally. And the kids' relationships. Yeah. So do not put this kid in the same class as this yeah. kid. Because it will just be disruptive. Or put these two together because they work really well. So all of that that work goes together to create these classes based on the prior year's teacher's knowledge of those kids. They sit down at the end of the year and they create the classes. Then what happens? Invariably, the next year when you turn up, those classes look nothing like 
what they started out like. Because? Because some mother has come to the office hey, 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 and or said... father, or father. Or father. <laughs> has gone to the office and said, Branthony isn't in a class with his best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is where, that's where that conversation should stop. I'm sorry, Branthony's mum slash dad. Branthony is in that class because the teachers that knew him last year have said that he will work best in this particular class. Yeah. That's where that conversation should With stop. With this particular teacher. But that doesn't happen. Sorry? With this particular teacher as well. Because that's, With another, this particular that's another teacher. thing that goes into it. So Crystal Beth's mum turns up. Yeah. And she says, Crystal Beth doesn't like that teacher. I don't want that child in the class with that teacher. Yeah. So that child is moved. Yeah. Now, I've actually had it happen where a child has been moved into my class. Yeah. Because the child didn't like the teacher, which then filtered through to the mother. The mother complained and that child was then moved into my class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the teacher that had that child was a graduate teacher, but freaking awesome. Yeah. But this kid got moved into my class. And... Two things. Number one, this uh, this kid's getting around preening himself like a peacock, saying, "Look what I look what happened to yeah, me. Yeah. Look what I got done." Yeah. Secondly, that teacher was absolutely gutted. Now, no matter what I said, yeah, they're not going to believe that it wasn't my doing. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. That student got moved because a student didn't like the teacher, and so the parent didn't like the teacher. Yeah, and that's wrong. Well, that's dead. I wrong. remember. I still remember in high school. I had a fantastic art teacher in grade 10, I think. Yeah, grade grade 9 and 10. He was like my favourite teacher. And then I got moved into this other art class. And his name's, his name, I'll say it, uh, Mr. McAllister was his name. And I just, I and I just remember him being like, ah, oh, I, I didn't know him. I just didn't, I didn't want to be yeah. in his class. And I remember, because art was like my favourite subject. And I remember he, he was kind of a little bit cranky. Oh, that that yeah. was my perception of him not being in his class. Yeah. And I remember saying to you, I don't want to go in his class. The other, uh, other teacher's the best. He's like one of my favourites. And then you're like, look, you're going to have bosses you don't like. You're going to have this you don't like. You were very hardline with me and you said, no, too bad. Suck it up. And mm-hmm. Mr. McAllister, probably one of my favourite teachers ever. Yeah. Like he uh, – I'm not saying – now that was a good experience that I that yeah. I had. But even if he was bad, too bad. That's you gotta, right. It's exactly what you said to me. It was like, you're going to have bosses that you absolutely hate. Like, what's going to happen to these kids yeah. when they leave school? And it's like, oh, mummy, yeah. mummy's, mummy's not there to get cranky at the, the 2IC deli manager. Yeah, but we all know kids who have left school and still haven't found a job because I don't like this one or I don't like that one. I don't like this one. Yeah. Somebody said, somebody said to me once about their kid, it's no good them having a job that they don't like. So if they don't like it, quit that one and look for another one. <laughs> yeah. And I said, Fuck. I said, are you kidding me? Yeah. Dead set, tell me that every job you've had has been your ideal job. Yeah. Every job has got downsides. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it. You, 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 you suck it up and you move on. But it also teaches um, them absolute... That's just a reflection on society. Like, it, people have got... Like, even the fact that... Okay, so the last Game of Thrones season, mm. 
no one really liked the last Game of Thrones season. Like that was it was yeah. awesome up until season seven or whatever it was. There was a yes, there right. was a petition that went out that got over a million signatures of people petitioning that they wanted get, wanted them to redo Game of Thrones season yeah. seven because yeah. they weren't happy with it. And I was like, and what? But here's the thing: what happened? No, they didn't do it. They dug their heels. Oh, in. Oh, they didn't no, do it. No, they dug oh, they excellent. dug their heels yeah. in because Good. but. Even the fact that that happened, the fact that society thought yeah. that if we petition hard enough, we can get a, a make-believe TV series made the way we want it. <laughs> yes. What a yes. bunch of wankers. That's But it, it mirrors society, though. That's where we are it does. as a society. That Oh, I didn't like it. It didn't end the way I wanted. Let's do a petition. Shut up. Well, getting back to that thing before that we are talking about, about the classes being made up, when a student is moved because of parental pressure slash student pressure into another class, yeah, the people that do the moving don't even look at the dynamics that this is going to have in a ripple down effect. No, it's just it's the individual. By moving that one, by moving that one individual into another class or with these other kids, by moving these individuals out of that class yeah. for whatever reason is going to have a ripple down effect. Now, these teachers spend a fair bit of time and effort creating these classes and they don't just do it on a whim. They do it. There's a lot of thought goes into it. Yeah. I've, I know that. I've done yeah, it. Totally. Totally. And there's a lot of work goes on. And we used to do it on post-it notes. So you'd, you'd have a big sheet of butcher's paper and you'd put all the kids on post-it notes and then put the post-it notes in the classes and send them up to admin. Yeah, yeah. And then the classes had come back completely different. Yeah. And we'd say, but that's not the class that we made up. And they said, oh, one must have got fallen off on the way. No, you've changed them. It's, yeah, Karen went for a, Karen had a whinge. Yeah. It's happened to me heaps. But, but then the teachers the next year have got to pick up the shit. Yeah, they've got to deal with it. Because of all that those changes that have been made. They've got to deal yeah. with it. And again... And then when they can't, then they become targets. Uh, so, it's always parents that think they, they know they, or they, they think they can teach better. There's always those t- parents in there that think they yeah. can do a good job because they come in, they do reading groups. They come in yeah. and do reading groups. Oh, I remember I had one mum that came in and she'd do reading groups and she was always very passively, aggressively telling me how I should be doing my job. Yeah. Like, All right, well, you get your fucking degree and come, come teach then. <laughs> don't <laughs> come, don't teach. come in here and swing your dick. For ten for for fifteen minutes and then piss off. That's not how I was taught at school. It's like yeah, oh. when you were taught at school, Pluto was still a planet. You dickhead. I oh, know. We, we I used to love that. Mum showed me a better way to do this. Oh god. Yeah. I know it's a better way, but that's not the way the education the experts in the education system have said to do it. Anyway, they're the ones that continued homeschooling after COVID as well because they said, oh, this is easy. And then sent their kids back three, three weeks. a month yeah, later. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. See, we're getting the same thing with kids too, because some of the, a lot of these kids are not a lot. I shouldn't say. I keep saying that, but some of these kids are so entitled, and we know where it comes from, and they believe that they have the right to do this, and they have the right to do that. Yeah, it's because they're they're the they're the they're the offspring of these millennials. I look at some of the people yeah. that I went to school with, and they've had kids. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, you shouldn't have reproduced. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just going to keep perpetuating. Yeah, did we really know? And they always say the same thing. It's like, you you don't know real love until it's like, well, yeah, okay, good. Yeah. You just created another mouth breather. Well done. Gonna, <laughs> they're not going to pay tax like you either, are they, dickhead? 
I'm so old school. Yeah, I know. That when I get a kid that tells me, no, I don't have to and you can't make me. <laughs> that's when I go, yep, I definitely got that's, out. So look, somewhere along the line, we need to draw the line in the sand and say, right, you're a kid, I'm an adult. Yeah. If I say it's black, it's black. Yeah. Don't tell me it's a grey, blacky colour. Yeah. You need to follow my instructions because I'm the adult. I'm the one with with the experience. You do what I say. Ask me. Yep, by all means. It's like when you would we would say to you as kids, if you don't agree with something we've said, you get one opportunity. Can I ask why? Or can I ask why not? And we would tell you. Yeah. That's the end of that conversation then. Yeah. We don't drag on, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. That's the end of that conversation. These kids have got, like that dad I was talking about the other day who said, I've infringed his child's rights. Yeah. And he, and he quoted the, the uh, right to the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids have got, right, kids have got rights. They've got rights too. Food, water, shelter, <laughs> being clothed, being safe, and an education. They're your rights. You've got no other rights. Yeah. You earn these other rights. Don't come in here and tell me you don't have to. Don't come in here and tell me it's my right. Even a parent, don't tell me this is your child's right. Those things that I've just listed, and that comes from the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child. They are their rights. Done your research, Bear Eye. These kids that have the right to go to the toilet whenever they want. You've got the right to go to the toilet if you've got a medical problem. Don't tell me you can't go 90 minutes without having to have a slash. <laughs> Seriously, I need to go to the toilet. No, you don't. You just want to get out of the classroom for five minutes because you're either bored or you can't do this, whatever. Yeah. Can I go and get a drink? I, <laughs> I had a few parents say to me, why can't my child go out and have a drink? I said, because they're going for 90 minutes without a drink, without water. They're not. I've never lost a child dying of thirst <laughs> in my teaching career. See, you're a little bit more old so, school than me. I don't, I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, hurry up, go to the toilet. I, I, I say, yeah, oh. go to the toilet. You got, you got one minute. If you're not back in one minute, I'm calling the cops. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Just, well, they, well, if even now, even if, if children have to go to the toilet, I'll say, right, I'm going to stop the class and however long you're away, that's how long we will we will stay back at the break to catch up on what we've missed. <laughs> go. And they, so it's because they're interrupting their learning, they're interrupting everybody else's learning as well. Yeah, I am really old school. At schools I've been at, they've said, right, students have the right to keep a water bottle on their desk. Yeah. And then you get this click, click, slurp, slurp, click, click, slurp, slurp, click, click, slurp, slurp all day long. Then the next thing is, can I go to the toilet? Because I've been drinking bloody water all day. Yeah. you got to stay so hydrated. I, I, oh, they do not. you got to stay. What a crockish. you got to stay hydrated. hydrated be right. Nah. they got to hate 90 minutes. Is the longest time that they can't go without that they can't go I don't, think, go I don't water. think a water bottle on the desk is too bad. Like no, for ninety again for ninety percent of those kids, but for the again for the five yeah, percent, yeah, whatever know, it is, I know what you mean. Those small number who, take, who take just the piss, abuse yeah. the privilege, so to, so to speak. Yeah, and all you hear is you hear the, the the bottle come up off the desk. You hear them click the the stopper with their teeth. You hear them <laughs> slurp. You hear them click the stopper back down. Then it pounds <laughs> goes back down on the desk. God, you're a grumpy old fuck. Oh, seriously, I am. But it gets back to the rights of the child. Even this thing about every school being air-conditioned now. What a crock (laughs) of shit. Do you think maybe it's just you you didn't have it this good when you were a kid, so you want everyone to be as miserable as you were in Kilcoy? (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't have any shoes. Could, could well be. If you were above a certain parallel in Australia, heck yeah, you're entitled to uh. air conditioning. You are not entitled to air conditioning on the uh, Sunshine okay. Coast. If you, yeah, because I was going to say, up, up in Lockhart River, you need aircon. It's it's Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, okay. I get I that. You. But you are not entitled to air conditioning in, in a lot of these fluffy schools. And they all have it now. And a lot of money's been spent on this. Yeah, that's all right. Try, op- try opening a window. Try turning on the fans before it. Yeah, before they before put you aircon- turn on the air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, um, all right. So I oh know I, <laughs> I am sounding I am sounding grumpy, and I just well, I think, think this could be resonating with with some people. Maybe I don't know. But we've got. I think kids have become so entitled that they they lack any resi- They they lack a lot of resilience now. Absolutely, it's like that. Have you ever seen that Black Mirror episode where? The, the mum puts a chip into the kid's brain. It basically fuzzes out all the, the bad things in their life. Like it fuzzes out dogs barking and blood yes. and, and all that. And then, then when that, she takes it away, she can't cope yeah, with her real world. It was done with the right intentions. But in the end, that yes, yeah, she was totally dysfunctional because she couldn't handle any trauma whatsoever. There's a new term that, that, that uh, I don't know if you've heard of. Uh, bulldozer parents. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this before. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's heli- helicopter parents. Yeah. Helicopter parents are always hovering over, but bulldozer yeah. parents are the ones that just clear the way, and then the kids have got. Yeah, I don't know. They've, they've there's got no speed bumps once. Every speed bump is just flattened once out. They're for gone. Them. What was that term yeah. you were talking about? Pretty much a while ago. Um, it's uh, anti-fragile. That's right. Yeah, anti-fragile. Anti- yeah, anti-fragile. So like we we yeah. we, we teach kids to be resilient. And yeah. but there's a new term. There's anti-fragile because resilient is the resilience yeah. is your ability to bounce back. But anti-fragile is this new term, which I think is way better. It's like your immune system. You know how your immune system, yeah, like it, something will attack it. I don't know, like a cold or a flu, and then your body yeah. gets stronger. That's right. It built, yeah. So it's not it's not just bouncing back. Yeah, it, it, it builds up its immune system. It gets you you get stronger, which is anti-fragile. Which I is what so. we should be but teaching kids. Look, I just want to highlight what we've been talking about with with something that's actually happened to me. A time when I first started teaching and I had an incident where it made me seriously question whether or not I'd done the right thing in, in becoming a teacher. Uh, a particular school I was at, I was doing the behaviour management and there was one particular young fellow there who was one of those typical pointy boys, always disruptive, always in trouble, had some likeable traits, but just basically was anti-establishment. Didn't, yeah. If there was a way to do it, he would find a way to to do it so that it created friction. Yeah. Anyway, I pulled him aside this one time and I was having a conversation with him and I said, mate, what, what's going on? Tell me... Tell me what it is. What is it that you don't like? Do you like, is it the school? Is it the teachers? Just talk to me. What is it? Yeah. And he said, oh, he said, this place is just fucked. He said, the school's fucked. It's it's hopeless. It's not, uh, it's a waste of time. Don't learn anything good. And I'll never le- use this stuff that they're trying to teach me. And, it's, and he's swearing like crazy. And I said to him, cause I thought, I'm, I can either go the fluffy route and, and say, there, there, everything's going all right. He said to me, it doesn't matter because I'll end up, I'll probably end up in juvie, yeah. which really surprised me. But I found out later on that he had an older cousin yeah. who had actually done time in juvie, and he kind of 
had this cousin on a pedestal and he yeah, looked up to him. Yeah, right, yeah. So anyway, I said to him, I said to this kid, if you take that attitude into your life, you need a kick in the ass. Yeah. And he kind of was shocked at that, but I thought, well, you know, I'm going to use a little bit of stuff, to get, a little bit of language that's going to get his attention. Yeah, because he was swearing his head off at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and so time. he kind of expected me to, you know, to, to go into teacher mode. <clears throat> yeah. So the next day I find myself in the principal's office. There's me, myself, there's the principal, there's his mother, his father and him. Yeah. He had gone home and told his mother that I had threatened to kick him up the ass. I tried to explain, no, that's not what I said. What I said was if he keeps that attitude, he needs a kick in the ass. I didn't say I was going to do it. But anyway, she wasn't having any of it. I don't mind telling you, I was shitting myself. Yeah. Absolutely terrified. Yeah. And... She was not listening to anything other than what he had told her. And it was pretty much she was taking his side. Yeah. Now, this kid spent the entire interview looking at me and smirking at me. Yeah, fuck no. And it was just, oh. And any other time, I've, you know, I probably would have felt like reaching across there and, um, and wiping the smirk off his face. But even at that point, I thought, look, I just want to get through this. I just want to survive. Yeah, yeah. Dad spent the whole time looking down at the floor and not once did he eyeball me. Not once did he look me in the eye. Yeah. And so it was pretty much, you know, mum was running the show. So I found myself apologising and I've apologised to everybody. I just wanted it to go away. I apologised to him, I apologised to his mother, I apologised to his father and I apologised to the principal for what I'd done and with an assurance that it wouldn't happen again. Yeah. My point here is that this kid has been given all of these rights. He can, it doesn't matter what happens, like the only reason I did that was to try and help him. I totally. genuinely, genuinely wanted to try and help this kid. Yeah. And, and, you know, he picked it up and threw it back in my face. And that part of it's okay. But the fact that he was, he had the power to pretty much crush a teacher, yeah. potentially in the teacher's career. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and that, that sort of stuck in my neck. Mum's world, the mother's, you know, wielding the axe and she's got all this power as well. And I understand that we need to protect the students, but we, you've got to hear the whole story. And, I found myself wondering, have I even chosen the right career? Because obviously I'm not very good at it. Mm. And I left that meeting absolutely gutted, yeah. totally gutted. And it, yeah. it, it stayed with me for, you know, for weeks afterwards. I, I guess the gist of this thing is the, the power that parents and students now wield. We've all heard the story of teachers who have been accused of something by a student or a parent, and the system seems to come down on the side of the, the parent or, or the student. I know of one particular teacher who's been teaching for eons, a faultless record, yeah. and some past student has accused him of something, yeah. and now this poor guy is going through the ringer yeah. because this past student, and now it's come down to his word against the student's word. We've got a teacher with an impeccable record against a student who has, you know, turned out to be a grub. It's kind of, um, it's, and it's mirroring society though. Oh, that's, it is. That's mirroring society. Yeah. We always say that, but it is mirroring society in the sense of like, it's it's trial by, well, social media these days in the sense of yeah. there's no due, due process. It's believe this person, believe this person. And it's like, obviously you need to 
take everything the kids say seriously. Yeah. Obviously. Totally. But would you say it's accurate in saying that it's tilted too far, basically? If it's a he says, he says, or he says, she says situation, then it will come down, always will come down on the side of the student. And I guarantee you they will get compensated. Yeah, yeah. That's where I that's where I don't agree. It should go, it should be played out to the very end. You're guilty until proven innocent. Not innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. In that in that situation. So but, well and also I don't, if the kids do something, if the kid just goes like, right, this is what happened and they try to mm. tor- torpedo someone's career. Like you could potentially yeah. lose your job, your your livelihood and everything. But yeah. on the flip side, it's like when or if a kid, it's it's found out that the kid's just been fibbing or something like that, or just trying to get the teacher that he doesn't yeah. like in trouble. What's yeah. what's the ramifications? It's a little oh, there's no consequence. Let's, let's have a little one hundred. Yeah, a little sla- let's have a little sl- slap on the wrist with a soggy tram ticket, as you like to say, bear right? or like a yeah. We'll have a restorative you should have done that. conversation. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and we've all heard about those those teachers that that's happened to. It's a, it's a get even by the students. And, you know, even after an investigation, they found that the teacher was had no case to answer. But, yeah, there's no ramifications on the other end. And I mean, they are tip, usually they are juveniles. So, you know, they're going to be they're going to come out squeaky clean. What happened? What but happened to the what happened to that kid? His prophecy came true. He did finish up in juvie. Yeah. Uh, a teacher told me about it, yeah. um, that he actually did finish up in juvie. But the funny part not the funny part the sad part was when he told me i sat there and i thought right okay now i'm having my little gloat this is karma but i didn't feel that yeah all i felt was absolutely gutted yeah that this kid i should have been going yeah well there i was right there i showed you but i didn't i felt absolutely gutted that Mm. this kid finished up in juvie and I thought this is all wrong you know maybe just maybe if somebody had a back me at the start like if dad had a said well look you know he's right he's dead right you can't go around like that yeah for the rest of your life or or mum or we had a sat down and had a conversation together mum and dad and me yeah and the principal yeah but the whole time he's sitting there smirking and he won I don't know where he is now I've got no idea I just think that parents and students have got so much power now that they're running the show. You know, like I've, I've given those examples and they're, they're personal examples for me, but I don't, I'm, sh- I'm sure there are others. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely there's others. It's, I mean, the amount of parents that I've had that, that have come in and helped with uh, with reading. Yeah. And they're like, hmm, interesting you're doing it this way. I'm like, fuck off, <laughs> yes. Karen. You come and do it then. Yes. God. That's even, not how we used to do it. Yeah, yeah going off topic. Um. So, look, I guess, I guess that's about it. I've vented. I'm, I'm, I'm a happy camper. I'm a happy Got camper it off now. Your chest. Look, and, and once again, this is my opinion. I might be totally off the mark. If I am, let me know. Um, if you agree, let me know. Summarising, you think students and parents have too much power in how we run our schools. In education in general, yeah. Yep, there you go. If you, you agree. You, you, come to PN, you come to PNC meetings and you make help make Easter bonnets. That's, your, <laughs> that's the extent of your input. If you agree, let us know. Yeah. If you disagree. Because yeah. I, 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 I do enjoy hearing people disagreeing with us. Like oh. I, I, We're very open to being wrong. But if you, um, if you agree, let us know. If you disagree, let us know. And I think what we got one more term, one one more week left to term. I think so. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. And then we're done. There'll be two terms. Um, so, two terms. And yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure you write in and tell us how good we are so b Right doesn't climb a fucking clock tower. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to go 20. God, it's so funny you did that. Oh, shut Girl, up. you were carrying on like a sook. Shut up. I'm not fat. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, All right. So we are on teachyarns at gmail.com. Teachyarns on Instagram. And teachyarns on Facebook. Look at that. Okay, hey, there we go. I think you should take so, over the Facebook one. You know Facebook's a boomer area now. Is it? Yeah. Boomers are fucked taking Facebook. the piss? Yeah, yeah. No, boomers are all over Facebook now. Really? Yeah. I'll get Emily to show me. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. All right. All right thanks, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to our and bullshit. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, what are you, what are you Jason got? still hasn't called me, emailed me back. Who's, oh, My, the education no, minister still hasn't. Yeah, no. Maybe we can get... I'm getting a bit concerned. Maybe we can get... It, it might have got... Uh, it might hit a, hit a pigeon no, on the well, way through. I've checked, my, I've checked my junk mail. It's not there either. So. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Might have to ring him. <laughs> might, might have to start a... We'll, we'll start a convoy. <laughs> yeah. S- start a convoy. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. Sounds okay. Good. Love you. All right. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Right Righto. Love you. Bye. Bye.